0: Hello and welcome to Posture Up. My name is Alka, and I'll be sharing my insights and perspectives with you, so thank you for joining. And in the nature of Posture Up and what it means to posture up, let's pick up that posture, pick up your chest, shake out those shoulders, relax them a bit, take a deep breath in Full, steady exhale, letting go. And let's dive in. Hello and welcome back. I'm not even going to acknowledge how long it's been because I told myself that I was going to work on not apologizing so much <laughs> so we're not going to do that we've already explained if you haven't seen the lot la- or seen heard the last episodes and like <clears throat> known what the motivation is and the inspiration for the episodes are that's all you I I encourage you and welcome you to listen to previous episodes um but we'll we'll just move forward now um So I wanted to do like a fun uh, sort of, I mean, fun for me episode. I can't can't seem to talk without going very deep. So I'll probably get to that point where I get a little in depth. But um, I had some people ask me and suggest that uh, I talk about astrology and what astrology means to me. And with me having my Instagram, my social media, um, I now have a Facebook page for Posture Up. So look me up, Posture Up Authentic Living. Um, I post a lot of astrologers talking about the energies that are going on, the planetary shifts and like what that might mean for you and in your inter- interpersonal self and external um, relationships. And um, I thought considering the last season that we just came out of, which was Scorpio season coming into the Sagittarian season and how much has shifted for me personally I was like this is a perfect opportunity to kind of expand on my personal um, perception and, and take on what astrology is, what it means, what it does, how you can utilize it for yourself and why it's even something that you should acknowledge. Um, so I've mentioned in the past that I'm a Leo and as a kid, I used to like really uh, be proud of that because it's a lion and I loved Lion King, the movie and from Disney, you know, and I just thought like lions are so fierce. There was a time there where like, because I'm a cusp baby, so my birthday's on the 22nd. So I could, depending on where you are in the world, be considered a Virgo, It's like as a kid, I was just like, no. can't be it um but as i've grown older and i've done charts and things like that i'm solidly a leo so i'm very proud of that i very i take i take that to heart and some psychologists would tell us that we are sort of projecting and like finding resonance and association with our astrology signs not because they're accurate but because we want to identify with something that we like what it sounds like and things like that which of course i'm some on some level i'm sure that's what's going on and that's what can be happening. But in another space, you know, I've read things based on my chart and my chart experience um, that show me my life experiences were almost like predestined, like not almost, they were predestined. The cycles and um, uh, patterns that I fall into unconsciously and subconsciously were already predicted in my chart, had I known to look at it sooner. And when I did expose myself to chart like layout and really started to try to figure out what it meant, what it was talking about, I was like, yo, this is mind blowing. Um, I was introduced to a podcast called the Know Thyself Podcast by my friend Laura. And um, she's reclaiming Laura on Instagram. She does human design stuff, so you should check her out. But um, she introduced me to this podcast, so I literally ran with it. I've recommended it to so many people because it's these two gentlemen, uh, Daniel and Eduardo, that uh, talk about esoteric beliefs, the occult, uh, alchemy, and astrology, and they break it down in such a beautiful and graceful way. They speak so eloquently on the subject and it really opened and broadened my mind to even more that I could gain from astrology and what it means for me. Um, and they're taken. I also just love hearing perspective from men that are on that higher vibration of frequency. I'm blessed enough to be surrounded by a lot of beautiful and um, evolved uh ascended men and they show up very presently for me in my life and so I don't have that like trope idea that some you know you hear some women say oh man you know like men don't understand or whatever like I'm blessed to be surrounded by um beautiful humans period and so gender non like not meaning anything like male female everybody's like pretty forward because I intentionally surround myself with uh, individuals that reflect the sort of like vibration and movement in life that I I, I want to cultivate for myself. So let's look at a definition for astrology. Um, astrology is the study of the movements and relative positions of celestial bodies interpreted as having an influence on human affairs and the natural world. Um, So it's a pretty heavy thing way to say like the planets moving should be affecting and impacting or not should but have an effect and impact on you as a human, your interactions and the planet as a collective. Um, The planets influence each other, they influence us and therefore we have this pseudoscience that tells us like we can kind of have a gleam in the light of what's happening around us and why it's happening based on what's going on planetarily. So um, one thing I like to tell people that are a little skeptical skeptical of, of astrology is like, the moon has a total and complete impact on the ocean and its currents, on waves, on storms and things like that, right? The moon has this impact impact on our globe and if it has the influence, if it can influence our our oceans that way and you are by design 70 to 80% water, what makes you think that your tiny human body on this giant earth, it has any resilience and resistance to any influence of something so powerful? Like, it's just it's just mind blowing to me that people don't think about that. Like, even if you don't believe in a higher source, a higher collective source or anything like that, you will hear nurses and doctors that don't have any faith in in something, you know, grander and and unseen in themselves. But they will acknowledge or on the full moon things get wild police officers oh yeah around the full moon we're a bit higher on 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 our vigilance you know like the moon affects us and the the sun affects us having solar flares that you know scientists look at the solar flares and they see how it impacts the earth and its, its vibration its resonance and so do the planets and these planets are larger than the earth oftentimes the moon is you know supposedly smaller than the earth and has a huge impact because it's so close to us so imagine a planet that's 10 times bigger than us and what it's doing surrounding us um our ancestors associated these planets with uh the old gods so jupiter very much being uh, i believe jupiter is zeus uh and then neptune being uh poseidon uh you know venus being aphrodite uh it's just depending on like if you're looking at Greek or Roman and then depending on the culture, like even in Hindu beliefs, they do acknowledge the planets and they have characteristics and influence on you. You can do a chart reading from that and um, my recently transitioned friend Priya gifted me uh, a chart reading with her pundit from her Hindu temple and I was able to like learn my personality based on their information, which was really funny because they called me out on my love of food. He was like, you're just... You're someone that doesn't eat to live, you live to eat. And then her and I started busting out laughing. He's like, Oh, is that true? I was like, unfortunately, yes. Uh, or fortunately, you know, however you want to look at it. (laughs) So um this is where we kind of get the ideas of what is going on with the planets, how their personalities are, and how they may affect us. So I kind of think of it as like looking at your parents and your aunts and your uncles and your friends and how all of those individuals as you grew up had an impact on you and influenced the shaping of your character and your personality. The planets have the same influence on you um, but from before birth, right? Because you're coming in on a soul contract, soul mission. You've said, I've learned these lessons, or I haven't learned these lessons. And in this incarnation and this life experience, I want to learn how to be this version of me better or reach my higher self through this avenue. So it's a pretty wild thing to have perspective on. I'm kind of speaking in a way that like, if you've had conversations with me already, you kind of know what I'm talking about. So if anything goes in over your head, like, just ride with it. I'll get to a point. I said to wrap things in a nice level at the end, but I'm absolutely talking as if we've kind of talked about this already. So anyway, coming back to astrology. um, So like my personal experience and perspective on what's been going on um, with looking at astrology is, is it's like, it's a tool, it's a tool, it's a map. It shows me what I come in with, what I'm, striving to accomplish or um, evoke from within myself and how I could get there or what things might try to prevent me from getting to my end goal in this life. So when we look at things, like when people talk to you about like, oh, what's your moon and your rising sign? And then they'll like, you'll tell them and they're like, oh, that makes sense. You know, like it sounds so funny because in this new wave of woke and astrology and like even your makeup source selling sage it seems so cliche to really take an interest in astrology but there's so much like profound truth in it it's wild so the way i like to describe it if you're just venturing into astrology is like you know what your sun sign is typically or that's easy to find out and your moon sign is actually pretty easy to find out unless like you're born on a day where the moon transitioned into another um astrological sign like midday right so you might in the morning it might have still been in virgo let's say and then like by 3 p.m the moon had shifted into the astrology sign of libra and so you could have been a rogo moon but you actually became a a libra moon and these are all things intentional by design so i'll just go based off of my own chart i'm a leo sun with a taurus moon and cancer rising so i have every intention of getting like a tattoo with like a lion with a crab like on its back with like its pincers and like the line has like bull horns. Like I absolutely this is a this is a goal of mine. Um it's an image I keep seeing, and I'm like, this is divinely inspired. I need to get this tattoo. But anyway, let's talk about it. So people are like, oh, I don't really believe in it. Like the sun sign doesn't really make sense to me. Or, you know, I, I read these little um what do you call them? The the like the dailies for you know, your your sign, your sun sign. Like it doesn't really apply to me. I'm like, well There's a good reason for that, just because you have a Sun sign you were born into doesn't mean that you're fully embodying that expression of that energy yet. So by design in astrology, the goal is to really um, cultivate a character that can embody all 12 signs that you understand the value within all 12. From Aries to Pisces, you have gone through the hero's journey of your life. You have been the character you were supposed to be in this life experience and through each lesson and obstacle you have learned how to really hone and and sharpen who it is that you could be i personally have a goal of trying to reach a space where i am my the highest version of my highest self in my highest timeline and the way that you do that is by really looking at everything and every experience and being like, okay, what did this teach me? What did I take away from this? What did I want to learn from this? Or what did I, what did this evoke from me and pull out of me that I wasn't looking at within myself to begin with? So if your sun side is a space and you don't really resonate with that a lot, it may be because later you you're. you're gonna become that later in your life your your sun sign is is like placed on your seventh house or whatever so not until you're in your like 30s or 40s do you really embody what it is to be you know uh, a capricorn you know or whatever so in my chart leo that my sun sign falls very early in my chart so i was explained okay so your your leo is like in your second or third house whatever so you have to embody what it means to be a a leo very young in life and the rest of your life is journeying and and learning how to really um uh sort of like enhance what that means and sharpen it and cut what you don't need and like learn how to be a better and better version of that um But the way you become your sun sign is by your rising sign. So that's why you call it rising, like you're rising. Like that's what you're riding in with. Like that's the car that you're driving to get to the sun. And my rising side is in cancer. So I have a tendency to be much more emotional and soft on the insides than, you know, people typically expect the Leo to be. And because I'm influenced by that crap energy, I don't really move in an A plus B equals C fashion very easily. It's often a to 8.1 to 8.a to 8.c to c to b type of thing when you look at a crab and its movement it moves side to side it moves in an arch it kind of does a backward forward dance like it you don't know what the heck it's going you know and so like even though i'm i'm i was fully embodying fully embodying my son sign very young i still was moving through the earth like through my earthly experience with the influence of cancer rising So like the way I move is much more nurturing, much more cautious than that like powerful Leo would be. Though I have the instincts to try and be that depending on the circumstance. And then my moon sign, your moon sign is like the way that you view and interpret the world, the way that you are experiencing it and the perspective that you come in with. So with me having a Taurus moon, Taurus is like governed by Venus. It's about opulence. It's about the five senses. It's about a sensual experience, and I don't mean that in a sexual way. I mean that in, like, tactile. Like, what are my senses telling me? What am I smelling? What am I seeing? What am I feeling? You know, what are these colors doing to me? Like, it's about, like, the earthly experience in such a lush way without apology. And so, thank goodness for that earthiness that allows me to kind of sit and take stock and really... um enjoy the fine delicacies of what i find beautiful because everything is based on personal perspective right so i'm somebody that like if you gift me a rock i'm super excited about it um i have a an ex-colleague that we joke about it like humans are so funny like they give each other things and they're excited about giving each other things they're like look at this thing i got you especially those of us that like crystals and rocks and gems and knives and whatever they're like oh look at this thing i got you and then you get excited about it so like i am pretty simple in that way of gifts and what I like and and I find that that taurian energy is just about like it's I recognize the thought and the intention behind the gift and I'm so grateful for it and I'm like oh it's so beautiful look at this I could put this here especially if the the, the gift is thoughtful but it also helps calm that fiery leo instinct that when I was a kid I had a lot of anger yeah, I was very like reactive Um, and then as I grew into my teen self, I got a bit more introverted because that cancer influence was a little stronger. And so I got a little bit more emotional and watery and like a little more subdued, depressed. And then as an adult, the Taurus helps me be more grounded and be like, nah, we got to be practical. Like we got bills to pay. We got places to like, see people to see things to do. Um... But, you know, learning how to balance all those things has been a wonderful um, experience. And what astrology has taught me with this lengthy explanation that I'm giving you, hopefully you gain something from it, is that when when I look at myself and my behaviors, when I look at the karmic cycles that I fall into, and the experiences that i have based on my planetary charts you know like uranus and neptune and saturn all being in my seventh house that influencing partnerships and things like and how that affects my life then when i go through certain moments i'm like this makes sense this lapse you know this is absolutely something that was um meant for me to learn from so that I can get to the point where I get the reward. You have to go through things. You have to go through tests and trials because Earth is a testing ground. And once you pass the tests, you finally receive and reap the rewards. And I'm in a space in my life where this Scorpio season really drug me through it. Um, I definitely took some intentional moves to eliminate some people from my life or remove them. I don't mean to say it so harshly, but it is what it is, you know, or, you know, take it to account, like, what am I truly getting from the places and spaces that I'm in and how can I move forward in a way that brings me the fruit that I've been working so hard to grow? And when I look at those things and I see the patternings and I look at my chart and I'm like, all right, I know that. I have a Taurus moon and I take forever to make change. Like I'm not comfortable with quick change, but I've thought about this, I've sat with it. And then that Leo fierceness of like, we absolutely can do this, we're capable, let's make this change. And then that cancer energy comes through and be like, how do I nurture this decision to make sure that I feel safe, you know? Like then I move forward. It's a way that I can look at myself, my personality and the way that I think and really see that it's perfect. It's perfect the way that I think. It's perfect the way that you think. And you know, you can experience life in a linear fashion not looking into the esoteric but you know, looking at these spiritual aspects of life, looking at these tools that we've been gifted from our ancestors who knew so much more than we do today because we're stuck in front of computers and we're we're androids just working through the matrix system you know like I'm able to look no by grand design I was meant to think this way and see this way and have these experiences so that I can meet the people that I need to meet have the conversations that I need to have and be who I have to be so that my soul can rise and hopefully I don't have to come back here <laughs> hopefully I don't have to come back to this earth because like I tell people all the time I was like I do believe in reincarnation I don't want to come back this is exhausting. That's not in a dire, existential way of like I don't want to live anymore. It's more in an awareness of like I would be very happy to be your ancestor guide on the other side, being like yes or no, tapping you on the shoulder, being like yep, that's a good decision, tapping you like mm-mm, nope, that's not a good decision. You know, like it's it's a decision to be here, and 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 if you believe in all of these things um, in astrology and stuff, you can see that what it is for me is it's something that you know can help me learn my personality can help me learn other people's personalities and understand them better have better compassion have better grace for them um learn that we're all trying to master ourselves we're all trying to master what it is to be human learn that we're trying to master what it is to have a human experience and not let it um jade us um you know learn that sometimes events happen around us in a grand way like nationwide or globally because the planets are doing this for our betterment like if everything stayed the same we wouldn't learn anything if you didn't have a contrast you wouldn't understand what was worse and what can be better so it, it allows you to have this beautiful surrender to what it is to have a life experience And allow yourself to be the multidimensional being that you are and allow yourself to see everybody around you as a multifaceted, multidimensional experience that is just trying to figure it out as much as you are. That allows you to see even countries, the globe as multifaceted, multidimensional experiments that are just trying to figure it out. like like now with this perspective that i've gained in learning that i'm on the hero's journey and i was playing the reluctant hero for so long very typical like very simba of the lion king right like no i don't want to do it i just want to be over here in the sun you know like like learning that that's the story i was following and then being like there's only the only direction is forward. Like I can pretend and try to relinquish all the responsibilities or the way that life is trying to direct me, or I can embrace what the world, what universe is trying to tell me about who I could be and how I can be. And, and really look at everything from a grander view from pride rock and look at it and be like, wow, this is what we're really looking at. And it allows you to have so much surrender to like, nothing is in my control like control is an illusion and the better I understand that the more I look at how the planets are moving and I see people acting out you know if I go to the store and everybody that interacts with me has a slight attitude I'm like well Mars is in retrograde so it totally makes sense I'm not even mad at nobody you know like it allows you to have so much grace and compassion towards everything around you and even particularly especially to yourself it teaches you freedom Ultimately, astrology is teaching you freedom for the soul. It's teaching you freedom in acceptance of self and the ability to adapt and like learn how to um, see where your stubbornnesses lie and your restrictions and try to expand upon those things and like unlimit, unburden yourself. It allows you freedom in observation and being able to observe things and see them. From such a higher space, and 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 really just relinquish that that idea of of control, so that you can grow, so that you can allow others to grow, so you can expand and allow others to expand, and allow other things to expand, to see the divine in it all, to know that just because things are falling apart, doesn't mean that it's ter- like just being destroyed. Things have to fall apart sometimes, so better things can come forward, and. We're moving into Sagittarius season, which is a fiery energy. I I do so well in fire energy time because like I'm a fire element. My natural energy of my body is very fire influenced even in Chinese medicine. So I just do well during these types of seasons. During water seasons, I feel like Charmander under a leaf trying to keep his little tail flame going, you know? and now that i've learned like really learned that about myself and and seen the value in that i do things to try to make sure that and ensure that i am you know honoring my body honoring my mental and emotional capacities during certain times of the year and and like tuning into universe tuning into the moon and where she's at tuning in to father sun and like seeing like oh the sun is positioned in this sign right now so this is what's going on like It allows you to see things from such a greater perspective. So to close out, (laughs) I didn't really get into the details, fine details of astrology, but I just kind of like went into like what astrology has provided for me and, and the way that it has allowed me to, to see things from such a greater space and what it has gifted me in my life. And, and especially since I share it so much on my, my social media, um, I, I guess I should, you know, let people know why it's so influential, and important to me. Um, so I encourage you to check out your chart. There's uh, websites like Astro Cafe where you can put in your time and your birthplace. There's an app called Time Passages that I've really fallen in love with because they even tell you the details of like what the aspects mean for you. Um, and then you can follow people or look at their websites or, or YouTubes like Moon Omens. Moon Omens is wonderful. Um, the Know Thyself podcast, there's, uh, Instagram with Zodi Am, uh, and what's up Tarot Network. And those are astrologers that I really enjoy. They keep it real and fun and funky and fresh and, Um, you know, allow yourself to explore it, see what it's about, see what you might find. Because if you look at the combination of the influence of your sun, moon, and rising sign, you will see an explanation of who you are and what you're doing in such a way that you may have not been able to before. And it could really allow you the space to take a deep breath and just accept. So thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed my little tangent of this fine wednesday morning we're going to close out like we usually do with posture up it's about the posture taking breath taking space so correct your posture straighten your spine relax the shoulders take a deep breath in all the way down hold it for a moment exhale Two more. As you exhale, let those shoulders drop. Deep breath in. The posture up.